Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday the 30th of September. Today, the A-League's gender equality rebrand, Beefy Bryson takes his driver to the big show, and with three sleeps to go, the mind games are ramping up ahead of Sunday's NRL Grand Final. But first... I hate to say it, but I think the Ashes might suck. How dare you! I know, I'm sorry, but it's seriously starting to look like this much-anticipated summer of cricket might fail to live up to the hype. Do you have proof? Exhibit A. We've already had to all but cancel the historic first-ever test match against Afghanistan that was due to be played in Hobart in November for political reasons. And sure, that was only going to be an appetiser to the main course that is the Ashes series, but that meal is starting to look less and less appetising by the day. That must be one of the worst combinations I've ever tasted. Exhibit B. We already know that the English team has reservations about the quarantine requirements they'll be subject to, and our PM Scott Morrison has told the tourists they'll receive no special treatment. would love to see uh, the ashes go ahead, as I shared with Boris last night, but there's no special deals there. Exhibit C. Federal Sports Minister Richard Colbeck has poured cold water on Perth's capabilities of hosting the fifth test due to their border situation. From my understanding of the border rules at the moment, uh, and if the test team come into Queensland, which is they currently plan to do, they would have to quarantine. The cricketers won't quarantine. They won't come. Exhibit D. Queensland, which is meant to host the first Ashes test on December 8th, has recently discovered a small number of COVID cases that forced the postponement of a Sheffield Shield game this week. And while it's being reported that the quarantine on arrival in Queensland for the Poms will be done in a resort with freedom of movement within that resort, stars such as Joe Root and all-rounder Ben Stokes are still yet to fully commit to the tour, which could see Australia taking on a relative bunch of no-names for the most storied trophy in Test cricket. Where are you? You bunch of losers! Arrest my case. What's in a name? Gender equality. According to Australian professional leagues, the organisation now in control of Australia's domestic soccer competitions. Yesterday, the APL unveiled the rebranding of Australia's top-tier men's and women's football leagues under the unified banner of da-da-da-da... The AT. Not quite. It's the A-Leagues. The competition, formerly known as the A-League, will now be branded the A-League Men, or the ALM, while the W League will now be known as the A-League Women, or ALW, and the movie about women's baseball starring Tom Hanks and Gina Davis will continue to be known as a league of their own. There's no crying in baseball! The ALM is set to kick off on the 19th of November, while the ALW will start on December 3rd. You know, you'd be something when it was a long drive contest. Yeah, you can probably make a very good living travelling around, hustling at driving ranges. He's fresh off of playing a star role in the US Ryder Cup Triumph and now beefy Bryson DeChambeau, the man who has threatened to destroy golf as we know it with his extra distance off the tee, has taken his talents to the Professional Long Drivers Association World Championship. He's really pumping up the crowd. He tries to get that adrenaline going to smash this one. Not a lot of wind right Ooh, now. Oh, but he liked it. That one looked oh, good. That was before yeah. he hit it. I just like the way he set his hands at the top. That one looked really good. I'm uh, not sure if he liked Two, that. 412. 412 yards. As the first full-time PGA Tour pro to compete in the PLDA, Bryson finished the first day of competition tied for second in his group with an average of 372 metres from his five longest tee shots. Oh my God, you got a hold of that 
one. Speaking after his day one performance, DeChambeau paid tribute to his fellow long hitters. Oh my gosh, my first takeaway is that all these long drivers are incredible human beings. They're incredible people, incredible athletes, and I feel like this is a sport that has untapped potential. There's so many amazing golfers and human beings that have just great characters and personalities, and it's fun getting to finally meet all of them. Wow, he really made some connections in just one day. But I believe him. Because given he's already pocketed $7.5 million in prize money for his efforts on the PGA Tour this year, and the winner of the PLDA Championship only takes home $125,000, you know he's not doing it for the money. I'm trying to get crazy with this. Don't you know I'm local? The mind games have begun ahead of Sunday's NRL Grand Final with reports that the South Sydney Rabbitohs have sent an email to the head office raising concerns about how much time Panthers trainer Hayden Knowles is spending on the field during the game. Get off the grass! According to the laws of the game, trainers are allowed to enter the field of play three times each half, but Souths allege Knowles entered the field no less than 13 times in their prelim win over the Storm last weekend and say that their complaint is in the interests of ensuring a well-fought grand final that is played in both the spirit of our game and within its rules. No, no, no. Rules is rules. Panthers CEO Brian Fletcher called the Bunnies childish while defending Knowles to the Courier-Mail and insisted their opponents would wouldn't distract them with such tactics in the lead-up to Sunday's game. But many believe this is yet another well-orchestrated manoeuvre by the supercoach Wayne Bennett to divert attention away from his own team, something that Gordon Tallis, who played under Bennett, believes started as soon as they won their preliminary final against Manly last Friday night. Obviously, straight after the game, what did he start talking about? A three-year-old rip with the Broncos. So then all week, they don't talk about Cody Walker, big games, how much you're missing Luttrell, there's none of that. So Wayne is the master of setting the agenda in the media every week, and then that means that your players can go there, and there's no questions about whether you're going to be good enough on the night. But with three full days for Wayne to work more magic, he might be set to pull more bunnies out of his hat before Sunday's game. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday the 30th of September. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow for your weekending edition of The Scorecard. Listener.